This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We just like went in the lifeguard stand and, you know, made out, woke up the next day, bruises all over my leg from... Oh, do you think you fell? I think I did, yeah. Off of the lifeguard stand? I think like just like hitting my... You know how like they're really... Wo- like They're so wood. They're yeah. thick wood. We're your besties in your ear. Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. The boys are back in town. And Spirit Fingers. (laughs) Spirit Fingers are back in town. Which is why you should watch on YouTube. Yes. We said that at the beginning. We didn't wait until the very end to tell people (laughs) to watch on YouTube. Um, Guess what? No, let me actually try to guess. Um, You found an apartment. I signed a lease this morning. Yes. Tell us about it. Um, okay, here's my address. I'm just okay, yes, give it to us <laughs> I mean, and the unit number. You have given out your address. Last, yesterday you did. If people can find me, <laughs> then they can kill me. <laughs> That's my new motto. People are always like, don't, find, don't do the hotel room. And I'm like, if they can figure out the floor and the room number, then good for them. Also, we stay in hotels where you literally need a key to get up. Like, they wouldn't even let you up to see my room that one time. It's impossible for me to get, to, like, move floors. So yeah. if at that point. Yeah. You can have me. Um, so if you don't live in New York, if you do live in New York, you'll realize like apartment hunting is hell on earth. It is the worst experience of your entire life, especially in the summer months because it's so busy and it's so hot. So for the past month, I have been literally killing myself to find an apartment. And every place we find, it's like apply and they're like, someone else got it. Or they're like apply and they're like, if you pay $200 more, you can have it. I'm like, I can't, I can't afford that. So finally, last night at 12.04 a.m., or p.m. a.m. in the morning this morning yes 12.04 a.m. I got the lease sent to me we were approved and you and got signed, it yes and I signed it this morning oh my god I'm so happy for you I paid an arm and a leg so that was great um because it's also very expensive because you have fees and you have to pay first month's rent and deposits um but yeah I'm really excited we're moving to the upper west side okay which you're going to love the neighborhood, by the way. I can't wait. I'm excited. You're actually going to come to my apartment this time. I'm so excited. Are you going to get, what are you, are you going to do anything different? Yeah, because now I have a room where my bed only touches one wall. Oh, wow. I, my room now, my bed literally touches three walls. I know. We used to draw it. <laughs> we used to scale it out and scale art on the walls and we could do it again. When you decorated for him, ever like said to you my room, you're like, what is this shape? Because it's like a slant. Yeah, you, you. You, like, drew it and sent it to me, and I was like, you fucked up this wall. And you're like, no, that's what it looks like. And I was like, oh. Wait, do you still like decorating? Uh, yeah. Honestly, you could help me decorate my room. I would love to. In my apartment. I also have some spare furniture I could give you. Shut up. I really do. Howdy, y'all. The Mean Girls, a.k.a. us. Say hi. Hello. Hello. We're headed down south for our first ever Southern Summer tour presented by pink whitney which we'll talk about later in the episode because we're so excited tonight's our first one and we're kicking it off we'll be stopping in dallas austin charleston tampa and nashville and we'll be bringing pink whitney along for the ride so make sure to tell your friends and spread the word as we're ready to take some shots and head down south 
We're going to be posting the graphic with the dates later. Um, tell all of your friends. Bring your friends. It's going to be so much fun. Pink Whitney is a shot brand dedicated to take your shots. So that's what we'll be doing. We're going to have our little shot trays. We're going to turn pink. We're going to, we're going to paint the town pink. Barstool Sports is only endorsed alcohol brand. Pink Whitney is the number one flavored vodka. So head to your local bar today. Shoot your shot with all your best friends. And whenever we post these graphics, DM them to all your friends and be like, we're going. And we better see you all there. And Jordan will take a shot with you. <laughs> you will I'll too. I'll take a shot with you too. <laughs> but I always swear. I'm always like, I, I could just bury me with the flavor of Pink Whitney. I took 13 shots in Oklahoma. So, you know. So let's see if we can do 14 <laughs> tonight. You. You do 14. I'm I turn pink. It. I had to turn pink. But it's so fun. It's so, they're so much fun and they taste so good. And I love being like, you have to shoot your shot until you get the shot. Or like, tell me how you shot your shot. Shoot your shot. Yeah, and then they do, and I'm like, this is fun. And you're like, mm, here you go. Here you go. Well, you're a really good decorator because even the few art pieces you sent me, I like, I love. Well, the biggest thing about decorating is it. it sometimes it it's not even as much as what it is. It's the scale. Mm -hmm. And people always mess that up. Like, they don't understand, like, sizing. And I would never know it had I not worked for an interior designer, but I understand. So I'm like, we have to just scale things. Yeah. So for the past, like, three weeks, I have been on my deathbed, and I can, like, feel my energy coming back yes. now that I signed it I'm like wait I'm becoming a human again because I'm not going to be homeless I was going to text you after Monday because I saw you for happy hour and we were like with some friends and, and one of them was like is she okay like she I was like no she's not she needs to find this apartment <laughs> and by Friday if she hasn't found one I'm gonna text her and say I will not leave you homeless you can live with me we will put your front, like, you will be fine. But I was like, I'll give her till Friday. I literally was, like, laying in bed last night. I'm like, oh, my God, if I don't have a, if I don't have an apartment, I'll be homeless. And I was like, wait, what if my roommate last minute doesn't want to live with me anymore? And then what if I'm left in the streets? It's just this abandonment thing that's not realistic. Uh -huh. And I just knew. I was watching it. And I was in therapy. My my therapist were talking about, like, attachment styles. And she's like, um, I think you might have some abandonment issues. I'm like, you think? Yes. I do. You do. So. But you know it. I'm very aware, yeah. And it's very helpful to tell people that. Yes. And so then they just know, and they're like, oh, okay, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. I'm, I'm super excited, and I can't wait to, like, decorate it and then show you it. And it's even, like, like since I have a room, I'm like, I can have people over. The I feel like you're going to feel so much lighter. I think you would love the Upper West Side. I, I do. I had a friend that moved here originally and lived on the Upper West Side, and I loved it. And my very favorite Mexican restaurant's up there. In my favorite biscuit place. Really? Yeah. What streets? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I can pick it out on a map. Okay. We'll have to go through it because I'm, I'm pumped. Um, also, you need to say that channel's name. Oh, okay. So we did, a, we did a question of the week earlier where I asked Jordan if she would rather watch for the rest of her life Disney or Nickelodeon, which apparently I just said something. Like, you're that's I have grown up saying Nickelodeon my whole life. And everybody I've ever spoken to has also said Nickelodeon. If I'm ever in a bad mood, just say that to me. Nickelodeon. Alex Bennett, it is a fact that is Nickelodeon. We are saying the same thing. No, you say it again. Nickelodeon. You're not saying the D at the end. Nickelodeon. Oh. What? Oh, no, I'm saying Nick. Nick. Oh. Uh. Nick. Nick. Uh. Lone. Ian. It's Nick Lodian. Dian. Yeah. I don't know there's a D in it. I don't wait, hold on. I don't even think there's a D typed on this question. I'm literally crying. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. They 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 messed that up. Nickelodeon. 
Nickelodeon. Nick, My Nick, whole Nick, life. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. The song? Nickel- yeah, yeah, yeah. But she Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. It works. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. That's bad marketing. Um, It feels really good to be on the other side of history right now. Because usually I'm like, you're like, you say this wrong. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> well, this is actually bad because opinion could be, like you say opinion, opinion. We're still spelled. That's spelled correctly. Yeah. We're not missing letters. Rough, roof, that's fine. Oh, yeah. up for debate. Nickelodeon is really just missing a very large letter. Oh, my God, I'm crying. The D. Um, Anywho. The more you know. Where did we leave off last time? Well, we did talk. Well, one thing I would like to do a callback to previous yeah. episode. Yeah, what's, what's going on in your life? What's happening? Um, well, I went to Chicago. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Yeah, I think so. Or we like referenced that I was doing it. Can I tell you that? Can I tell you something? My 30th birthday was my favorite birthday I've had yet. And then I like for. Thanks. Wasn't even there. You were there for the party. <laughs> but you left. I know, I'm kidding. Wait, no, yeah, I was like, hold on, you were there from, that was my favorite birthday party I've ever had. That was the coolest birthday party I've been to, like, I loved, like, the disco cowgirl theme. And the, I, I, yeah, I felt like that place, like, it's my new favorite spot. But all this to say, so then I was listening to somebody talking about, like, how they love their 30s, and there's, like, this stigma on the 30s, and so then in my head, that they, they were like, t- I don't know, they were talking about it, and I was like, why do so many people say, like, 30's just a number, or 30's a mentality? And I'm like, no, 30's just an age, and it's, like, the fucking best age ever. Like, why does it have, like, they kind of put this um, d- double negative on it almost. Like, I'm so proud to be 30, as though <coughs> the opposite of that would be that you weren't. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, it, yeah. like, it makes it seem like you're coming back from a negative, but it's, like, in fact, it's just only a positive. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Didn't we? Who did we talk to where they were like, maybe it was with Alana, where she was saying, like, you don't have to stop having fun. You just have to find new things to have fun in that age. Yeah. Or, like, do in that age. Like, for example, going out. Mm-hmm. Like, stop going to the 21-year-old bars. Mm-hmm. Go to the 30-year-old bars. You can still have fun. Just go to a new bar. They're a little bit, like, more um, – I still love dive bars, so I don't even want to go there. I was going to say, I, you know what? The 30s to me feel peaceful, but I forgot it. When I turned 29, like I remember turning, I was like, I'm 29. I like forgot I turned 30. And then the other day I was walking around and I was like, this is great. I'm pumped to be 30. You're going to love it. I feel like thir- like the 30s are the the 30s. Your 30s are the best years of your life. And then people start saying it about the 40s. So we always got a lot to look forward to. Honestly, the Kardashians thrived in their 40s. So I'm pumped for it. Well, I, who said the other day? They're on the, can- somebody said like, I'm aging like Kim K. And I was like, what does that mean? And she was like, better. Like, she looks better now than she ever did. And what is she, 42, 43? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, that, that's good. I love that. Okay, so what did you do for your birthday? You went to Chicago. Went to Chicago, and I met, okay, remember how we had the episode about the guy? And I never thought I would meet him. The guy who did the travel loop. Wait, can we say it's my boyfriend? Isn't oh! It, isn't it my boyfriend's boyfriend? It's, it's your <laughs> boyfriend's. It is Jordan's. <laughs> gay boyfriend <laughs> who still who we still do the group text he with. didn't text you back last night i know that was very rude of him i texted him i was like you look good making that content he didn't text you back we should we should talk we should re-text him and be like excuse me i'll uh, i'll do like the little like oh bump it yeah yeah give like the exclamation points so he brought his best friends to chicago mm-hmm. and like i ran into them and i met the guy and i was like your travel lube guy his boyfriend 
No. Oh. Remember, it was his friend. So remember, Jared, your gay best friend, or yeah. your gay boyfriend, your boyfriend, your boyfriend. My boyfriend. He had his best friend over, mm-hmm. spend the night with him, like not with him, but in the guest bedroom, and he brought the travel lube. Yes. And we were like, "What's? why would you travel with lube? But you were for it. And I was like, I think it's weird to pour it in like a mini bottle and bring it, but you had a lot of good points. Yeah. <laughs> I've come around on that, and I'm actually with you. That's the Nashville episode if people want to go back and listen. Do a little recall. Yeah. So then I meet him. And we're talking, and then he's like, I'm the travel lube guy. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I perhaps coexisted with the person that he took home. And and I was like, did he have travel lube with him? And she was like, no. And let me tell you, he does. she was like, he's the best person I've ever slept with. Like, she said he. Oh, he's straight? Yes. Oh. Does that change your thoughts on the travel lube? Kind of. It shouldn't, but it's... I don't know. You thought he was gay? I thought he was gay, yeah. Oh, no, he's straight. Oh. Highly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, now I just... This is such a bad mindset, but now I'm like, he's just trying to sleep around now. But see, I feel like he wasn't trying to sleep around. I feel like he knew he wasn't going to sleep around. Then why'd he bring the lube? I think because he knew. Because he was going to sleep around. I think he knew he wasn't. Then why did he bring the lube? Well, he didn't bring it to Chicago, <laughs> and he did sleep around, so I think he brought it because he wanted to jack off. Oh, for his own his own needs. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh huh. I mean, hey, God, do what you gotta do. I agree. Yeah. No, I'm I'm for it in all aspects, and thank you because you kind of changed my mentality on that. But anyways, <laughs> all that to say, I met him, and he apparently is a great bang, and so good for him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love meeting characters in real life. It was yeah. I you know I was like oh. Do you listen to that episode? Is that how he knew he was travel lube guy? No, your booyfriend told him. Okay. Yeah, but he was. It was the title of the episode. So I think that is that is very true. <laughs> he was like, uh, okay. What about you? Besides the apartment, what's been going on? Um, you know, my life has been a little bit of a blur with the whole apartment. <laughs> it has been. It. My mom asked me yesterday, she's like, Jordan O'Kell's okay. like, just needs an apartment, we'll be okay. Can I, is it really that noticeable? Well, no, you just, like, you were so, that, that was a big thing for you. And, like, you had convinced yourself that you could be homeless and not have a roommate, which would be more of a financial burden. Like, that to you, that to you can, like. But was it that noticeable on Monday? Yes. Really? But I knew. That's true. I knew, I knew exactly what it was. It's like when somebody's, like, just, like, slightly distracted by something. Yeah, I also feel like I, like, show all my emotions on my face. Yeah. I'm just, like, in a daze. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, <clears throat> still dating. I uh, went to the Jersey Shore for the 4th. That was fun. Had a little beach makeout. Oh, did you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like. I don't know why everything's so funny. Beach, ba- beach makeouts are. <laughs> Wait, I have a mental image of this. Okay, wait, hold on. Let's break down the beach makeout. Do first of all, do you have his phone number in your phone? No. Okay. Do you know his name? Yeah. Um, I do have his phone number. In your phone. Yeah. Okay. Have you talked to him since? No, I don't want to. But you haven't. I, I, I mean, I, I am choosing not to. But he texted you. Yes. Okay. Did he come up to you at the bar and was like, "Hi"? So what happened is we went to one of the bars in the shore, and I ran into somebody I know. I knew. I know. And he was with all his guy friends. So we were all hanging out with them the whole night. And we all kind of like, you know how you're just like when you're with your girls, like you're single, they're single, and then you meet guys who are single, you all like pick person. Yeah, and you kind of just, yeah. Yeah, so I like picked person. He was mine. I. <laughs> how did you feel about your pick? In the moment, I felt great. Uh, <laughs> if you compared them to all the other picks, would he have been your first pick? Line them up. That's your one. 
Or did somebody get the one you really wanted? Well, one of the guys had my ex's last name, so I was like, triggering, can't. Or <laughs> first name. Oh, I was like, the last name? Sorry. And his first name, so I was like, nope, That's can't. true. Oh, is, is that a thing for you? If they have your ex's last name, it's a no? First name? First name. Um, no, but it'd be kind of hard to date someone who had, even like my brother's name or my dad's name. I don't want to, like, I wouldn't want to be like, hey, Scott, hey, Colton. Like, that'd be weird in the bedroom. I could never date a Michael. Or a Joe. Yeah. Fuck that. No. Or an Alex. Or Jordan. Oh, Alex would be so weird. Yeah, I could never. Oh, I could, you could, Jordan and Jordan, like, that to me, they could be the love of your life. And since you and I have those, like, unisex names. Yeah. Could never. Could can't, never. You can't. I could never say something, like, sexy to them. No. <laughs> or no. I would, like, send the wrong text. To the, I mean, if you got any of my texts, that would be the end of the world. But I feel like I would get you guys crossed all the time. Yes. Bad. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad for business. But, um, no. So, I, I thought he, he is cute. Um, I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm not talking to him. Um, oh. But it's, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's funny. Um, but, so we met at the bar, and then we all hung out. And then they were staying at a house like walking distance and i knew one of the guys like very well like so these weren't like strangers walking distance from you or walking distance from the bar from the bar okay so everyone's like let's go back to the house and hang out and i was like yeah sure why not but me and the guy were like let's go to the beach don't really remember how we got to the beach all of a sudden not important and we just like went in the lifeguard stand and you know made out woke up the next day bruises all over my leg from oh, do you think you fell i think i did yeah off of the lifeguard stand i think like just like hitting my, you know how like they're really like they're so wood they're yeah. thick wood th unforgiving wood like I, I have to actually i will show you a picture of my leg oh it was so bad i was like oh my god hold on so you walked to the beach and then chose to get on top of the lifeguard stand and make out there <laughs> yeah so um are we sure it was just a make out yeah, 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 yeah. And there was no, like, you didn't, like, roll around. Oh, no, we rolled around. Oh, but, God. like, we didn't. <clears throat> oh, oh, no, 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 no. You, your foot slipped. Yeah. And grazed it. Nick will send you this to put up on the screen. Yeah, it was bad. Like, my foot hurt the next next few days. Yeah. Yeah, ouch, yeah, your ankle. That's, like, the, that's the classic, like, your foot slipped and yeah. grind it down. So, um, but it was so funny because... I know, at first I was like, yeah, I'm not going to tell the story, but who, really, who cares? Um, don't let me forget that picture to send to Nick. I sent it to him. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but, so you know how lifeguard stands, like, at the beach, like, they're laying flat? When, like, at the end of the day, like, they all lay the, the stands flat? No. Yes, yeah, just in case, like, weather or anything, and then every morning lifeguards, like, push them back up. Oh, so you didn't even have to climb it. Oh, no. So what happened was... No. He was trying... No, you didn't, <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't stand it back up. You, why? For what? What was the point of that? <laughs> I don't know, Alex, we were drunk. But why do you need to get on the lifeguard stand? But he, I don't know, because we were like, this would be fun. <laughs> he, <laughs> no, if I, no, please tell me, like, there's video footage. I, I'll do it mentally. Okay, keep going. <laughs> he tried to push the stand up. <laughs> so I was like, all right, bro. And I just, like, <laughs> move over. I literally was just like, all right. One-armed it? <laughs> no, I was just like, all right. And I was like, right there, that's a problem. But I was like, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> that's not tonight's problem. That's tomorrow's problem. <laughs> exactly. Was that the deal breaker? That's why you even talked to him? No, um, his, the deal breaker is his age. He's young. 22? 25. Oh. Yeah. Also, just like, you know, when you're at the show, you're not like looking for anything. No, it's just like fun. My mindset's like, no. Right. Yeah. But, but, like such a fun night. Yeah. And is he very like not that strong or <laughs> I don't skinny? No. I don't. Tall? not really no stats no stats. good kisser yeah 
But what happened was, so I had my hair in like a slick back bun. Okay. And like, you know how like when I, when I had my hair slick back, like if you were to mess it, it would like oh, come no. out. So I like oh, walked into the house. No, no. Okay. So we're, we've got this like back bun and we're like, he can't lift up the lifeguard stand. So then you push it up. I'm assuming go in the lifeguard stand and come out and your hair is just like this. And oh my God. So I walked back to the Please house. Please tell me somebody saw it. With all my friends are inside. <laughs> all of the guys are inside. You looked electrocuted. The whole night I'm proceeding <laughs> to just like play tricky games, hang out with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to the hotel, my hotel, with my girlfriends. Thank God. And I look in the mirror, uh-uh. and I am like, why did nobody tell me I looked like this? <laughs> I have never seen an uglier version of myself in my entire life. Quick pause to talk about HelloFresh. Take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-crafted seasonal recipes to their new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And they really do, because every time I order this, I love the meal prep. But I love that they make it easy and they dose out the ingredients for you. It's the only time I cook. And it's like, it's happy cooking, honestly. Yeah. Pre-portioned ingredients help cut down on food waste while step-by-step instructions make cooking a breeze and not a chore, if that's not the most true thing in the world. It's peak time for summer produce, and HelloFresh makes sure you get all the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for quality that you can taste. And that's true every time I've always had it. So fresh. HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what you want to make for dinner, not just the same old thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from every single week so you'll never get bored and can always find something new to try and love. When you need dinner fast, don't call for delivery. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. Plus, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout. That's, I think that's the biggest thing, like the price mixed with the convenience. Doesn't get any better than that. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Mean50 and use code Mean50 for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Mean50 and use code Mean50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Enjoy. And my friends are like, we told you multiple times. You just didn't care. And it was like pulled out. It looked like I was electrocuted. I can't. Like, like it, I imagine you coming up from the, the chair with like the like the cat that just got fried. I'm like sand in my teeth. Like it's like someone took you my. <laughs> I was eating literally eating sand for like three days after that. Gross. It was so bad. And I was like only in the Jersey Shore. Well, the lifeguard stand there though is. That's exceptional. Yeah, I won't be going back to the shore. I think that was my last summer PTSD. There. Just, you know, I think I'm a little too old for that. Okay, where you're like, that was fun, but no more. Yeah, I was like, I got to go home, like, now. And then I went home the next day. Oh, did you leave early? No, that was the last night. Oh, okay, it was, that yeah. was the proposed time to depart. Uh-huh, I was like, I got to go home. Okay, I, I, and, and you haven't talked to him since. Does he live in the city? No. <clears throat> he lives in a, he does not live in the city. <laughs> With his parents? I'm going to say where he lives. No, he, like, texts me, but, um, I mean, one, I'm not going to pursue a 25-year-old, and two, like, my mindset, like, you know when you have, like, it's kind of like the box theory, like, when I was at the Jersey Shore, I had the mindset of anyone I meet, I don't want to pursue a relationship with, mm-hmm. so, like, anyone I met, it could, probably could have been my dream man, I had the mindset of not wanting to pursue anything, so, like, that was my mind, you know what I mean? Right. Okay, let me ask you this, because mm-hmm. I have a, my little intern sometimes shows me some messages that she gets on Hinge. Oh. And this one, so so she got a message from a guy that was like, something about I just want to stay friends. Like he messaged her on the Hinge app, right, and and said I, I want to stay, I want to be friends. 
Oh, you have him under something hinge. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think something hinge. That's how mine are too. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was the hinge, hinge app. That's yeah, how much yeah. I don't know. So he texted her and he's like, I just want to be friends. And she sends it to me and she's like, "What? why are you texting me that, one, I don't want to be friends. Yeah, what? But number two, like, what is the point? And I was like, what, like, an un, I was like, don't even really respond. Like, what an unnecessary thing to be like, you know what, that was fun, but I just want to be friends. He doesn't even need to, I think <clears throat> after the first date, that is the only time where you, I guess, quote unquote, can ghost somebody. Like, you don't have to message them after the first date. Aren't you not even ghosting if you just, if neither of you text each other? Like, you haven't texted him, he didn't text, like. To me, it's not. If you go on three dates a week, they're not all going to be like, oh my God, we're perfect matches. Yeah. So I was like, wow, the the text of the friend. He Maybe now that I'm saying it out loud, he thought he was being, like, polite. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I really find that very unnecessary. Unless you've been on, like, four dates and you feel like you owe some kind of. Oh, I think I think after three or four is perfect. You could be like, you know what, this was really fun, but. Yeah. We're not like a, I don't even know if you need to say friends. No, but. after the first one, you can mutually ghost each other. I agree. That, to me, is kind of like he wanted her to see, like, what her response would be. Yeah. To be like, my e- I need my ego stroked. Right, and. We were like, we're not going to be doing any ego stroking today because we'll just be like, okay, no big deal. What is your thought on if you're on a date? Because you go on so many dates. What's yes. your thought? On- we channel five years ago. Okay. Or I mean, more than that. If you go on a date and somebody talks about dates. Okay. And are they talking about specific, like one time I went on a date with a girl who, or? No, it's more so like. Um, I went to this, cause like if you're talking about your favorite restaurant, for example, and you're like, and they're like, oh, I actually went to this one place on a date a few months ago. It's a really great place. Okay. That to me is the least offensive. Yeah. If they're like, I also find it not offensive if somebody says like the d- dates I love are happy hour and then maybe we go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Like if they're talking about a type of date, if they reference a restaurant, I'm good with that. Yeah. But if they get too specific, like, oh, this one time I went on a date with this girl who... No. Why are we thinking about it? I know, because I went on a date a while ago, and he, like, brought up that he's gone on a date. And I'm like, when you're with me, I'm the only girl you're dating, okay? First yeah. First of all. I, the only person in front of you is me. <laughs> I, I'm like, no. No no one exists but me. Agreed. But, like, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't think I found it that offensive, because I think it was just, like, some people, like, don't think it was just, like, part of the conversation. Well, I was going to say, too, I think you can read the kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So, you and I were talking about egos with guys the other day. Yeah. And I think it's very easy to see where they're coming from like if he's coming from a place of like so i've been on a lot of dates or if he's Mm -hmm. like okay so literally i went i did go to that restaurant and he's trying to tell you about the restaurant but date kind of comes out yeah i'm cool with that yeah you know what's so crazy i feel like something is shifting because one i've i'm not i haven't been like going on like a million dates lately but i've been dating probably more than i have in the past Uh but the questions that guys are asking me are so much more um I don't know what the right word would be. Not intense, like intimate, like mul- like multiple guys on the first or second date have been like, "Do you want kids? Like, what are you looking for?" And I, I don't remember getting asked these questions six months ago. You you weren't getting asked any questions six months ago. Facts. You were going on dates and you were asking questions. <laughs> that is so true. And then you would come back and be like, "I they didn't ask me anything." So either we're starting to get a lot of pod listeners <laughs> taking you on dates. That are like, let me ask her some questions or something is shifting and you're, but you're really looking at the type of person I feel like that you're, but that you can't always tell that off a profile. No, you know what I think it is? I think it's just like, um, the theory of cast more. Yeah. Get more. It's just been weird. Like when people are like, do you want kids or what are you looking for? And I'm like, well, I like, I, I appreciate those questions. I think you, cause like at this age, like 
I'm indifferent about kids. Some days I want kids, some days I don't. But let's say I like really, really wanted kids. I don't want to go on a first date with someone and fall for them if they're like never having kids. I would agree with that. So I mean, I like don't mind those questions. No, I think those questions are only good because there are some things like we always talk about how you find your non-negotiables mm-hmm. when you're talking to a guy or no, before <clears throat> you meet a guy, I think you make your list of non-negotiables kids for you would be in the middle. That yeah. would be the ma- I might want kids. I might not, but living in New York or something like that could be like a, I must. Yeah. Um, and then maybe for you, like if they love wine or something like that, that's a plus, mm-hmm. but you find your non-negotiables. And then if they ask you some of those on the first date, like that could be a really good weeding out. Yeah. And like, not, and you're not wasting people's time. Like if I met someone and they're like, I want to move back to Missouri and grow like farm. I'd be like, no. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, that's not for me. Yeah. Now then there could be the one off chance of like, but man, I loved everything else about him. So we'll, and then like, there could be that shift. Yeah. But I think it's cool when guys ask like in depth questions like that. What's a question that you ask a guy on a first date that is sort of in line with like, do you want kids? Um, do you have one? I always ask people like what their dream, this isn't like that intense, but it's like, I like shuffle between three. It's like, what are you most proud of in life? What's your biggest mistake in life? And then what, um, like, what would be your dream career if money wasn't, in, like, an obstacle at all? Because I feel like that question actually shows a lot about a person because sometimes, I don't know, like, I've gotten answers where I'm, like, I don't know, it shows, like, how open-minded someone is or, like, how much they believe in themselves. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people are just, like, uh, I, a job where I make a lot of money. And sometimes people are, like, I want to own a sports team. Mm-hmm. So I, I, like, shuffle between those three. I think the... I've been talking to people a lot about what would your job be if, if you didn't, if money didn't matter, mm-hmm. because I think if, I think it gives you so much insight of their passion too. Yeah. Like if someone's like, I would love to be a teacher. You'd be like, okay, do you love kids? Do you love like impacting their lives or something like that? And I feel like that's such an important thing. Yeah. But would correct me if I'm wrong for both of us, if money wasn't a thing, aren't we doing what we would want to be doing no matter what? Are we? Or would yours be something different? Obviously, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you might want to be a wine and coffee store owner. Mine would be, like, if I would do this still, but I would um, own my own wine brand. Yeah, you, that would be, that would be your, you could still do that, but that would be your, if money didn't matter. Yeah. Moment. But my therapist, like, a few weeks ago was like, you should start asking guys what they're most proud of and what their biggest mistakes are, because, like, the proud of question will really show you who a person is, because sometimes people are like... I'm so proud of my investment. All right, cool, bro. You're not my guy. But sometimes people are like, I'm so proud of X, Y, and Z with my family. And you're like, okay, they're really family-oriented. Like, they care about their family. They they aren't shallow. Like, it, it just shows so much about a person. But it's such a simple question. What if they're proud of their investment because they saved up and worked their ass off for it? That's a different story. Are you are you in on that, though? Like, Or is that something that you're still like, that's not really for me? Or if they were like, I always wanted to invest in this company. I didn't have anybody to help me do it, and I waited tables and saved up, and then I invested in it. That's different. Okay, but yeah. are you – like, I'm, I'm wondering, are you more wanting the family value thing, or are you okay if it's more, like, ambition-driven? It depends, like, how they word Like, if someone's like, my investments this month versus, like, my investments so I can make money to follow my dreams. Such different You're in on that. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, a green flag. Yeah. I know I feel like people get so scared to ask intense questions on dates because they don't want to come across as like love bombing but I feel like there's such a difference between getting to know and like weeding out the week and then love bombing because love bombing is it can come across like if someone's like do you want kids it's like whoa that's so fast it's like no it's not love love bombing is like so we're gonna go on a trip in like a few weeks 
I'm, I can't wait to meet, like, you to meet my mom. Like, she's coming next month. Like, I see a future with you, like, all within, like, three weeks. One thing that I've been working on with my friends is, I was actually talking to Graham about this, too, is asking more in-depth questions. Like, we feel sometimes, like, we're walking around just asking everyone surface questions. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, so you've got ten friends. Okay, well, four of them probably want, this is the biggest example that Graham will always use, is he'll be at a table and he'll say, I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And then nobody at the table will ask him why. Mm-hmm. Like they all are too afraid to 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 ask like, the very obvious follow up question to that, but it's like something like do you want kids or something like that that gives you an insight into that person, and so I took that and I was like I don't ask anybody, any of my friends I'm I'm not afraid to ask a new person in depth questions. Yeah, you ask me in depth questions, but I guess our relationship's different. But it's not. But I could even ask you more in depth ones. I feel like. Yeah. Or like different ones. And I've been trying to do that with my friends at home too, just like a text message. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And if there's one thing Jordan and I are big proponents of, it is what, Jadam? Therapy. Go every day. Not every day, but (laughs) I should. I go every single day because in life, you never know what it's going to throw at you. And it's better to play offense instead of defense. And that is, here's the thing we always talk about. When it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, you have to prepare for the bad days and the good days. And that's why therapy and consistent therapy is the right path. And sometimes we go through things that are so difficult and we're like, we don't know how to navigate this ourselves. So who do we turn to? Therapists. Also, like therapy is so attractive. Like I saw uh, therapy was on a guy's dating app the other day and it made me want to swipe because I was like, you go therapy? That's, yeah, yeah, that's like, really nice. You're familiar with things? Like you know how to handle your trauma? You take responsibility for your actions? Green flags. So whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationship, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is unlike anything else in this world. And so if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely on Zyne. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Seriously, there's, like, no more convenient way to do therapy. Mm -mm. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Mean Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Mean Girl. Happy therapy. I love that because I feel like I ask a lot of a lot of questions and people are like you're nosy i'm like no i'm just interested in people like a lot of people are like i just want to be nosy because someone came at us after you said the graham drinking thing she was like you should never ask why someone's sober i'm like okay if they're uncomfortable with it they can say that but maybe some people do want people to ask what their story is Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day like ask whatever you want and they'll tell you if they're uncomfortable they won't respond well i think too i would rather okay (laughs) it made me mad i was like so our friend Hannah Eve that yes. we went to the panel with yesterday, and I do want to get to, like, the best things we took away from that. Yeah. I think that was, like, I left yesterday so fulfilled. and like, this is why I love New York. But before yes. that, she posted a video a long time ago talking about how some, something about how you should strive to make $100,000 or something. And everyone was like, there's people starving in Africa and, like, came at her with all of these things. And I loved her video back because she was like, you can win any argument with that. Mm-hmm. Or you can always default to you're too nosy. And, and I was thinking about that. And I'm like, you can win any argument. You can always go there to the yeah. bottom. 
But it's like, how do we raise the roof, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why raise the floor or you can raise the roof? And I'm always like, think I would rather go to bed knowing I asked more questions than I didn't ask enough. And like, if somebody asks me that question, I reserve the right to be like, I don't want to answer that. Oh my God, yeah. But I would rather you ask it. Because like, literally, if so, at the end of the day, like I've been asked questions where I'm like, I don't really feel like answering. No one, you don't have a gun to someone's head being like, tell me if you want kids. Why don't you drink? It's like, it's just a question. Right. And like, how do you build relationships and make more in-depth relationships if you don't ask the questions? Everyone wants to talk about themselves. They do. They, they really do. And yeah. I think that people feel you form a connection that way. Yeah. And it goes to show, too, it's like small minds talk about people. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, none of these questions that we're asking have to do with, like, gossip. Like, there's so much, they're, like, higher-level thinking. And it's, like, that's kind of help. That's a way to actually bond with somebody. Yeah. I think a lot of people use, like, the, like, what people are saying to Hannah or I don't mean nosy, just, like, cop-outs. Yeah. Like, people, to, to hear that and then to automatically think children are starving. Of course they are. Yeah. We know that. And guess what? If you made 100 grand, you could go help them. Yes. So think about, I mean, you know, kind of think about it that way. Yeah. Um, okay. I, what about talking about what your friend texted you on ideals of guys? Yes. That actually goes well with dating. So my friend, um, she gave me permission to tell the story. So she is seeing this guy and she hasn't dated anyone in a very long time. She kind of took like a hiatus since COVID, just kind of doing her own thing, like focusing on her career, all that. But she started seeing this guy and they became friends first and like they just kept seeing each other but she was like I don't know how I feel about him but she always talked talked about him with me like like every day she she would give me updates and I'm like okay you also hang out a lot like you like everything about him and then the whole time though I was like no pressure at the end of the day at least like you guys can be friends because she kept saying he's not my usual type he's like he's just not who I would usually date and yesterday she texted me and she's like wait he just texted me and I got so excited and I was like this is such a monumental moment. Like, this is great. And then we were talking. She was saying, like, at the end of the day, she's like, I think I do like him. But since he's not my usual type, I have a wall up. And I was like, okay, well, let's think about your usual type. Has your usual type ever worked? No, because you'd be dating them if it did work. And so I was like, maybe it's amazing that he's not your usual type because this guy will work out. And then she was like, that's actually so valid. And she's like, you should talk about on the pod why we have, like, this wall up of what our usual type should be and why we let our egos get in the way of like what we think we should date versus what we just want to date. I think it, I think that was everything in the text. I, I think, think it was too. Let me look quick. I'll let you read or look at it because I can't. Okay. I don't know how to read when I the camera's in front of me. Like getting over what your idea of an ideal man is. Body type, personality, career. I feel like it's so tied to ego and unrealistic expectations when in reality we should just be getting to know the person individually and fuck what other people think. But like how do you get to that point? So I bet a lot of people struggle with wanting a certain type of guy that looks a certain way, does a certain thing, which when we say does a certain thing, that means a certain type of income yeah, and has a certain personality. And then, and then she says, get over what other people think. Mm -hmm. So I think in her head, she's got the stereotypical man that like everybody would think is hot probably yeah attractive yeah society's idea guy and it's like when we do that I think you're choosing between making everybody else happy and everybody else think you're cool versus yourself Mm -hmm. and it's like you have to pick you every single time because 
number one, if you're only looking for a certain type, you miss out on all the all the other good ones around. Yeah. Who could be like your fit? Well, and also like there is a reason your type isn't working. They're not a good fit for you. Or well, you're not dating the right people. You're dating like what you think you should date. Mm-hmm. So you're not actually connecting with them. And imagine being like, okay, that's the one I should pick. So I'm going to pick him. But I feel this like hole in my heart every time I'm with him. But I know we look good together. But yeah. it's like, do you love being with him? Well, because I was um, like complaining to my chiropractor the other day and my therapist. <laughs> Two different people. Two different people. It happened yeah. the same day. But um, I just was like, why can't I find anyone that I like for more than a few dates and she was like my therapist was like you date the same people and I'm like okay I've heard that a million times but then my chiropractor was like you know every guy you talk to me about is the exact same person like same guy a little different font he's like have you ever tried dating maybe I don't know not that type and I'm like wait so if you recognize that my therapist recognizes that maybe I should really try to date a different type of guy I know but I feel like I don't feel like you're picking these guys based off of some societal standard you think you should. The last two guys I've gone on dates with, like this year, their um, occupations weren't even on Hinge. No, I really think every time you show me a guy, you're like, okay, he's cute. I mean, this is the problem with dating apps, though. All you have to go off of is photos and, like, some prompts that they've they've answered on there. And then you're supposed to swipe a certain direction. And then you text them a little bit. Yeah. And then you meet them on a date. Like... That's imp- that's not that versus hey I've I've known this guy for five years I want to set you up on a date with him I really think you would be a match those are two totally different things yeah like you don't have a lot to go off of so how are you supposed to pick a different kind of guy I know especially because yeah besides their physical appearance like I can't see what their personality's like unless you go on the date with them yeah and then you go on these dates and I feel like you oftentimes leave and you're like well it wasn't a no yeah so I'll go on another one yeah but. But I don't feel like you're doing what that text is. I think I used to a lot, but I feel like I've gotten better about it. Yeah. I do think I need to maybe try to date different types of guys. But it's like you said, how am I supposed to? The only way I could do that is if I met someone organically. Like out. Yeah. yeah, If you met them out at the bar. Which is what she did. She met them organically and then was like, wait, not my usual type, but now I'm starting to like feel this connection i will say this about ideal types though i think ideal types will get you about six months Mm -hmm. but if you really want to play the long game with it it's got to be you have to drop all the ideal types and just go off of connection yeah and and like physical appearance i feel like i do think a lot of people say don't look at what they look like you have to be attracted to your partner yes but i think a lot of people get more attractive when you get to know them, like if you see their ambition or if you see like their drive mm-hmm. or their sweetness, tenderness, then you're like, oh, he's getting hotter. Yeah. But I think you have to be like, I think guys too. Okay. I was talking about this the other day actually. So guys, I think can get hotter with their personality. Yeah. The guy I was talking to about this said, I don't think girls can necessarily. No, cause I feel like guys put you in a box immediately. He was like, she could be a 10 and if she's done with a box of rocks, then she's maybe a 9.5. I was with a couple guys the other night, and this one guy – so I was with a guy, and his, like, best friend was there, and he was telling me about this girl he likes. Likes. And he was like, you know, I'm just not, like, really feeling it. I don't really think she's my type, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, let me ask you a question. The moment you met her, like, where'd you, what, where'd you put her? 
I was like, did you put her in the girlfriend category, friend category? And he was like, not the girlfriend category. I'm like, so that hasn't changed from you this entire time. He's like, no, and I don't think anything will. So I asked him, I was like, is the box theory accurate? And they both were like, very much so. Like, when you meet a girl, within the first few moments, you will know if you want to pursue something with them or not. And if, if like, whatever that is, that's how it's going to be. Girl, like, I think there are some instances where you can change, like, maybe, like, a best friend. Like, they fall in love each- with each other over time. But I think in the back of the he- like the guy's head, he's always kind of known. He, th- he knows the second like she th- because how many guys do we know that are dating girls and you're like she's hot as can be, mm-hmm. but they don't have like the chemistry. But and do they ever propose? Let's talk about Zola because what's more fun than weddings? And I recently went to one, and my favorite part about it was. I'm obsessed with um, paperwork, so, like, the menus match the invites, match the seating card, and I was like, I love a suite. So when you're getting married, it's not just about the big day. It's about all the days along the way leading up to the big day, and Zola is here for all of them. Weddings are such a great time in the anticipation, the dressing up, the dancing. And you know what I really love? When the couple uses Zola to plan their wedding. My brother just settled on a venue, and now he's working on invites, working on registry. Did he have a date? Yes, uh, June 21st next year. Do you think he'll invite me? To Napa? I know, I know. What? And that's about my birthday. I know. I was like, uh-oh. Do you think he'd invite me? Yes. Fuck yeah. And you know how he can track his guest list? Zola. Zola. Um, okay, it means stunning save the dates, which you're going to get. And I am proud to have, I, well, I will be proud to have it on my fridge. Using Zola means gifts that you actually want to give, whether it's fancy kitchenware or contributing to a cash fund, which is really such a cool way to do wedding gifts these days. And Zola makes that so easy. The best part about Zola, too, is you can find out where you need to be, all the details about the wedding without texting the bride and groom, asking a million questions. It's all on the website in a cohesive place. So if you're planning a wedding or know somebody that is, do everyone a favor and use Zola. Your guests will love it almost as much as you will because it makes it so easy on both sides. So start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Zola.com. Happy wedding planning. Amazing. And and he's like, she's so – and sometimes they end up – they do, and you're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like, you know where that's going. And honestly, even then, sometimes I think it can work forever. But guys, I think they they can move like three points on a scale based off their personality or like if, if they call you the Uber, if they do whatever, whatever it is, it's like they can kind of fluctuate. So have you heard of the um, the scale that the guy draws and it's looks and then craziness? Wait, who, who drew that? I can't think of the guy's name, but he's the one that has the wipe off board and he says, fuck around and find out. He's that guy. Oh, can you send me this when you find it? Yes. But imagine, okay, so imagine like a graph. Okay, so looks and then craziness. Yeah, you got the X and the Y. Okay. Um, and it's looks on one and craziness on the other. Okay. And it's, he groups them into three different categories. So it's like zero to three, three to six, and then six to ten on both. And then he's like, okay, so if she's a four on the crazy, but a seven on the hot, that's pretty good. Okay. And so he gives you these zones of like, that's, that's your one night stand girl. She's hot, but she can be really crazy. Mm-hmm. Or you've got your hot, but she's not crazy. That's your girlfriend. That's your wife zone, that area. And then he's like, if she's the zero to a three on the crazy, but she's a nine or a 10 on the looks, he's like, that's your unicorn and capture her because we want to study her. Like, Ooh. so he's, they, they've got this scale. And, and I was like, I, at first you're like laughing mm-hmm. and you're like, no, I think that that's how they really do think well because if you think about it i guess i only can really use my own experiences but 
with like my friends and I've talked to you about this and my therapist I'm always like like why does anyone like me like why can't I find anyone to like be with and everyone's like you have never no one's ever ended it with you you've always ended it with people but it's but it's because like my mind has shifted so much but like the guys that have dated me consistently like more than four dates they knew from date one or two that they wanted to pursue something like their minds aren't changing Mm -hmm. i feel like every guy that's ended things with me by the way guys have ended things with me but it's been like from that first date one or two yeah that's when the one date like the only time a guy's ever ended it with me is after a first date or it's been like mutual like like actually been like i don't want to see you again right but after like a third or fourth date i feel like you're kind of like golden if he's not using like some people are like yeah we go on so many dates but it's like okay he's not actually like wanting a relationship right but like in if you're dating like very um what's that word called um with intention like if you're dating someone where you feel like you both have intention like the guy's not usually ending it i feel like because they're they already know they want to pursue this girl within like the first like five ish dates from like what I've seen with my friends, if that makes sense. It, no, it does make sense. I'm thinking about it. I don't think I, 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 I don't think I've seen that. Like I, I see what you're saying, but I'm thinking about like my friends are like when I used to date people, and I'm like I do feel like though there you could get to like the talking phase of like three months and then be like it just fizzled. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like or and that could be mutually or whatever. Like I feel like they're. I'm I'm more so mean like if you're dating someone with an intention like the guy will let you know from the get go if he does not want to pursue like a second date with you because oh you they, mean you mean one ver- you mean just the first date yeah just the first date oh Sorry, yeah that wasn't very clear no 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 that I think can happen yeah. but I'm like I think you can also get to date ten and be like okay this was fun but like oh yeah but I don't think those people are like dating with like full intention I'm talking about the people like you date and they're like very much like looking for a relationship like that guy will know after the first date if he wants to continue it with you or not oh really I feel like in my experience I've had a, I've had guys that are like I just don't, they're like, they're like, sorry, I just don't, like, see a future. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know. Okay, I'm taking the other side of the coin, and I think that they could keep, they could, they could have good intention, but they could be like, I don't know yet. And they could be more, like, methodically testing it out. But doesn't it go against the box theory? I'm not into the box theory, because I think, because I think it's too specific. Like, I think there's a million different ways to skin the dating cat. Yeah. So I'm like, we can't do it one way, because every time I'm like, well, but then this, but then that. So I'm always like, I don't know. Yeah, but I I get the box theory, mm-hmm. and I like it in a lot of ways. But I also think there's times I think if we get so if we like do the box theory, then it's like what your friend's saying about the ideal that you miss out on everything else. Yeah, well, it's so funny because like when I think about my relationships in high school, they were all guy friends that I would never have probably dated when I first met them. But you, I like got to know them, and I was like, wait, you're so funny and cute. And now all of a sudden, you're like really hot. Yeah, because I got to know them over a year or two. Right, and I, I was like, I wouldn't want to be boxed in. I don't want to box, like, more of the open mind, I feel like you you m- don't miss as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as a girl, I don't think girls box guys in. No. Not at all. No. Like, even the guys that I'm dating, it's like, they can do one little thing. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think we I think we box initially. Like, you know how they say you form an opinion in the first, like, what, point oh one seconds of someone? Mm-hmm. And I think you do box, but I think we're more apt to be fluid. Yeah. In our minds. Yeah. And I think that works. I mean, it happened to me this week. You know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, know. I think we have to be more like. I was like, no. And I'm like, maybe, you know. He's back. He's not <laughs> he's, back. He's back. Yeah. And then it's like, he's gone. And then I'm in. <laughs> if we like him or if we don't, just, <laughs> like, just text me and let me know that morning. <laughs> By the way, we love him. Okay, great. I love him, too. We hate him. Good. If I see him, I won't talk to him. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I wish you could just meet guys I date. 
I really want to meet this one specific one we keep sort of like dancing with. I really would like to meet him. I would really love for you to meet him too. I just, yeah. I just feel like sometimes you, I just, there are people I date that I'm like, Alex would really like them. I would, yeah, I want, and then I want to meet them and wonder if, and then wonder if I would. (laughs) But I don't know what setting I want to meet them in. That's the whole thing. Like, I, I think the best case scenario is like not meet them at a happy hour, but meet them for lunch. Okay, so I was listening to a podcast the other day, and this lady was saying that when you date people, you need to stop going on traditional dates like happy hour or dinner or this or that. And they're like, she's like, you need to start um, just like bringing them into your natural environment. And I'm like, that would be, I mean, that's smart because then you see how people interact and react and all this stuff. Because on a date, you really only can tell like how they treat like the wait staff or like their manners. But I was like, I would be so scared to bring a first date in, like, my life. Yeah, but in reality, probably the best first date we can go on is to the grocery store because there's nothing more awkward than, like, having to pivot around. Like, yeah. what kind of food are you both getting? Like, what are, what are the things you're looking at? The grocery store. Yeah. Because you know what Emily – is it Morse who we had on? Yeah, Emily Morse. What she said, like, hit me like a freight train. When you're in a heightened state of arousal, you're more likely to say things that you don't mean. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, just like when you're drunk or, like, when you've been drinking a little bit. So I'm like, mm-hmm. people go on all these first dates and they drink, like, two bottles of wine. And then we're just saying – and I'm like, are we really – are these people really dating the real person? As opposed to, like, the store or breakfast or something. And it's like, that's the raw version of them. Well, how many people have I – you got a text from me at, like, midnight. I'm like, hee hee, like them. And in the morning, I'm like, ew. It wasn't that cool. <laughs> it's like you wake up and you see your phone and you're like, no, I didn't even like him. That's why I will not sleep with a guy on a first date anymore. Because you're so right. And, like, the, you don't remember some of the things you say. And it's just – it's it's a dangerous territory. I'm, I, I'm in for the nerves. Like, I am in for date number one. Like, please – do not go actually go to the grocery store type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. two or three, like, I mean, if you really want to know. I mean, my friend was, like, going on a – they're going to get plants together for their apartments. And I'm like, that is actually so cute. That's really cute. I don't know why I laughed initially. <laughs> but, I'm like, but, like, they're going to go – because, like, she loves plants. So he's That's like, actually really cute. So he's like, can you show me some nice plants for my apartment? I'm like – one, he's, like, taking an interest to what she likes. Yes. They're going out in, the, like, the wild. And they're doing something that's, like, so not normal. Yeah, like, having to meet at a restaurant is really not that hard. Having to go to a store, like, go to a bookstore or something, like, something like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. I, I, like, I always think about, like, my favorite dates in New York City, even if it's not with people that, like, I really enjoyed my time with. And it's always, like, the very, like, non or like normal, non-normal dates. Mm-hmm. Not normal dates. Like, it could even be going to, like, a sporting event. You just see people in a different environment. Sporting events are a good one. Yeah. That's actually – I okay, I think that the best – I think the worst first date is a movie because you're not talking. Or a concert. Or a concert. Like, you, you're not talking to each other and you're not really getting – that's, like, so social mm-hmm. and, like, there's no connection happening. But I think the best first dates besides the grocery store because – what else that that to me is like the most intense version of a human but a sporting event's a good one because there's like logistics involved you can't yeah. just meet at the seats like you have to meet beforehand you have to go to the concession stand you have to talk about the event you, you will you see how people act under pressure because mm-hmm. like let's say the tickets aren't working out or like you're rushed you have to yeah honestly especially in new york because you have to see like are they planning how are you gonna get there like i remember i went to a game with a guy like a year ago and 
Wi-Fi is so bad or service is so bad by the Yankee Stadium and his tickets weren't uploading and he was so calm about it. Oh. He was like, we'll get it figured out. It's fine. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but I was like, it was so cool to like see his character. And then if and then if he's like, well, if I can't get him uploaded, we're going to a bar nearby and we're going to have fun. Like just for somebody that's not like, well, I can't like I don't know what to do because it is the there. What is worse? Like if there's a group reservation or something and I'm the one that made it. I can sit there and press refresh on my phone to make sure I, there's nothing like being the ticket holder. The pressure is, but then you do find out how somebody acts under pressure. I mean, in my head, I was like, well, I would have um, screenshotted these or made sure I had them in a place that I didn't need service, but that's just me. <laughs> but I was And for that reason, I'm out on you. <laughs> but I was still very impressed with how he acted. He was very calm. He, he like, was like, we're going to meet at this subway at this time. It get, overall, the whole date was like, I was like, you have... Like, a, you have a good character, and yeah. I really enjoy how you handle situations. Well, then, yeah, you know how he's going to be in a pinch. Yeah, I think um, activities are a really great way to figure out how people are going to be. Because, yeah, I don't know, literally, when you go to get drinks, you cannot tell anything about a person besides, like, how they maybe are fake nice to a waiter. Oh, like, how, how somebody treats a wait staff is a top three. Oh, yeah, but like, people can fake that, you know what I mean? Totally. On a first date, they, make, they can be very nice. Compa- like, But I want to see how you are without being able to plan how mm-hmm. you're going to be. Yeah, well, and there's not that many variables mm-hmm. in meeting in a restaurant, eating, having drinks, and it's then pre- leaving. Yeah. There are, so, Especially in New York, there are so many variables out there in the wild. Mm-hmm. Like, if a homeless person comes up to you, what are they going to do? Right. If someone randomly yells, like, laugh. Somebody going to walk street side. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't going to. Uh, talk about my date but I this is like a good this actually like was a good character moment okay so I did go on a date last night and uh, we were in in an elevator and it was me and him and like these three very very drunk men like older men and the two guys knew who I was and they were being just like drunk and got very close to me and they and they I just like I was with him so I felt fine but I was like if I was just with them I would have felt uncomfortable but, like, right when we got the ele- elevator, like, he immediately, like, put his hand behind my back and, like, pulled me away from them and, was and like, asked if I was okay. And I was, like, that was a very good character moment where I was, like, okay, like, you can handle a situation. Like, you didn't, like, freak out or just, like, leave me in the dust. Yeah, leave you or, or like, feel weird about that. Yeah, and he didn't make a big deal of it. He literally just, like, put his hand behind my back and just, like, directed me out of the line of traffic <laughs> the line of fire yeah yeah so i was like so even in that moment i was like okay check. thank you yeah like, thank you i'll remember that um do you want to talk about our day yesterday yes i thought it was okay so yesterday jordan and i were invited to speak on this panel the level up right level up yes um and it was for female entrepreneurs and creators mm-hmm. which is very different i think we should we should nail this home right now that is not an influencer event no that is the not opposite. I, th- I think there was influencers there for sure because influencers are creators and entrepreneurs. Yeah. But this was like business owners, um, as people that work in corporate America that like are aspiring to do content mm-hmm. or own a business. And I don't think we knew, either of us knew what we were like getting ourselves. We were just like, we were happy to be there, happy to be included. And we showed up and so the first panel, we were panel number two. The first one was business owners, founders. Yes. And we were the creator panel. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like you and I, and then two people who like have their own marketing agency and are creators. Yes, right. They both have their own marketing agency, uh-huh. yeah. like yeah, social agencies. Um, and I want okay, so I want to know like what your number one takeaway was from what you like from listening to people, because what it was so funny because while we were speakers, I don't really even remember much about what we said. I was I learning so much. 
from yeah. the other two and the people that went before us and like the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, so I, so Julia and I think it's Julia Montgomery and then Matt, what's Mal's last name? Kilmer. Kilmer. I like value their um, opinions and like their creative mind so much. Like I watch both of their videos all the time because I think that they, I've learned so much from them. So I also was just like, oh my God, I can learn so much. But it, it was so interesting hearing someone who does their own content and also does content for other people. But my biggest takeaway was, honestly, it was like, I love how supportive both of them are to, like, for example, like Mallory helping you. Like, I loved how she was like, I love helping Alex. I also love making my own content. There's not a lot of people out there who want to see other people succeed. And both of those girls, like, very much so want the people that they're working for to succeed, but they also want themselves to succeed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that, like, I... I would that'd be hard for me to like help to because like I can I mean I'm gonna be honest like if I was helping other people and they were growing faster than me because doing the same thing that I was doing it'd be hard on me but I feel like these two like they're like cheerleaders be like for, like no matter what the situation is and I'm like I loved that yeah it's the it's it's the so Hannah Eve was the one who hosted the event who has a social agency herself but holds these panels to literally inspire other people. Yeah. And I was like, I think that is so cool that she gives back that way. Mm -hmm. And and that's her whole it's it's kind of like what goes around comes around is what it felt like for all of them. But what I found was so interesting from those girls was saying how the detachment and how everybody in the room was open to struggle. Mm -hmm. And it, I kind of felt like the room got really communal when people were like more vulnerable or they were talking about burnout or like the girl that was like, I had a failed podcast Yeah, and how everybody said like the entry level to success is failure. Like if you're not failing. And I think sometimes when people are failing, they feel like they're not that they've lost it mm -hmm. and how people kept saying, you're the one that picks when you fail. So you haven't failed unless you give up. Yeah. And I feel like so many people in that room were like, I feel like I'm failing. And everyone was like, there's no such thing as failure until you wave the white flag. Yeah. And so it was like this whole proponent for everyone in there to be like, keep going. And like you're, and, and then I feel like everyone else was like, I don't feel alone. Yeah. I know it sucks how like, I think we've talked about this in the past, how you have to talk about like, like the negativity is almost what brings people together. Like if everyone's talking about their success, everyone's kind of like, not really feeling the vibe but if people are talking about their failure everyone's like oh wait because they can it's more relatable and I, I do feel like when we were speaking like us four we all got very vulnerable and I could I could like feel the energy shifting too because it's like I was so proud of that one girl being like I did have a failed podcast I'm like that's so brave of you to say but now that we know that I bet multiple people went up to her and like maybe gave her ideas or she has an opportunity or like I don't know I just I really like how Hannah allowed like a very vulnerable space for everyone to speak she it's, like, safe too it was very safe and she, and nobody was being who they weren't yeah everybody was just like very real with where they were in life and then what I thought was cool is because I always say to know where you've gotten you have to remember where you came from mm -hmm. and when we left Mallory was like it's so funny like I almost didn't go to that because Mallory was like I had a an event in the morning I had that and then I had an event at night mm -hmm. and she was like when I moved to New York all I wanted was to have an event to go to. And she's like, and now I have three in one day. And I said, Mallory, I would have given anything last year to be in that room, yes. let alone speaking in that room. And I didn't even realize that. Oh, my God. That was my first speaking event. And that's like, and it's like that you have to think about when we moved to New York, we would be like, it would be cool to go. But it's like you were speaking. 
No, when Hannah asked us, I was like shocked. I was like, not you, but like, but I was like, you want me to speak? I was like, why? Like I was, I had a major imposter syndrome. I was like, why do you want me to speak at this? I was like, of course I have, I have Alex, like take her. But like, why do you want me to speak? Not at all. And it's like, but that, that's where our minds go sometimes. But I felt like, so sometimes our minds go to this place of why me? Yeah. But in that room, I felt like we weren't pretending to be somebody else. No. We were just very much so coexisting, being like, oh, my God, we go through this all the time. We're like, we're, we have no idea what we're in. And, and being so open like that is the only way I feel like to inspire other people because you meet them at a realistic place instead yeah. of being like, just fake it till you find it. It's like, that doesn't help anybody. No. And I also love how everyone was like everyone's biggest hype girl in that room. Like, I feel like we all were like uplifting each other and like. This is, like I I have been very exhausted as you know but after I left that event I was kind of like all right I felt like I got like a third wave and I was like I could really like conquer the world right now yeah and I think everybody left with that and it's hard it's hard sometimes to show up to those things because you start to be like I could do I, I don't really need that but every time you go I think you gain something from it and and yesterday I just found very powerful and it was the whole purpose in one in, in three hours of why I love New York. Yeah. The people here are down for anything. They're creative. They're energetic. They're open. Like, proximity's everything. And I just, I really felt that. And I was really happy that we did it. I was, too. I was proud of you. I was proud of you. Proud, proud of, of you. Oh. We did that. We did that on, we were like, one, two, three. Proud, proud of us. You. Proud of you. Proud of us. Proud of you. 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 One, two, three. Proud, proud of you. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, do you have a listener question or anything? Okay, quick pause to talk about the one thing we will be taking with us on the Pink Whitney tour. The one and only No Days Wasted. Because we're not going to waste any days around that tour. That's right, we're not. And we're going to be traveling like back to back. No Days Wasted is here to help you bounce back after a night out celebrating or touring summer touring <laughs> dhm detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you celebrate it helps break down the toxins and make you not feel awful um we always talk about this but people always think it's dehydration but it doesn't matter how much water you drink when you're out it's those dhm detoxes yep this helps remove those toxins they used research science to make this magic happen imagine this a few drinks in the evening and you're having a great time and the next morning you wake up feeling normal like when we head to the airport at charleston from Charleston um, on our 6 a.m. flight to Nashville. Just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes right to work. Double up and take another packet if you're having a big night. And the best part is it's not like some, it's not a packet of powder you have to put in a drink. They're pills. You just zip, pop which, them. Which is so nice because when you're at the bar and you forget, you can just quick take a swig of it with like your alcohol. You can't put like a packet into your alcohol and take a swig of that. Right. You have to like, ch- and then you chug in the whole thing and it doesn't. Yeah. It's great. Forget the brain fog and that gross feeling the next day. Summer's in full swing and No Days Wasted is here to help you bounce back after a night out. No Days Wasted is available on Amazon for next day delivery or go puff in 20 minutes or less. Get it delivered to a party or the bar or your house. Just search No Days Wasted on Go Puff. I mean, that would be the way to be the hit of the party. DHM Detox is a risk-free purchase, so if you don't love it, they'll refund you on your first 10-pack box. So give it a shot. It's a no-brainer. Check out their recovery bundles for the best recovery experience with DHM Detox and their hydration replenisher. Don't you worry, guys. We've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co. That's C-O, nodayswasted.co slash Mean Girl, and use promo code Mean Girl at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash Mean Girl for 20% off your first order. And note, it's really .co, not .com. 
Love. Incoming from intern Ames. Okay. What, which what? actually it's Ames. Ames. <laughs> and I always say it wrong, but I'm just it's Ames. Um <laughs> Nickelodeon and Ames are like I'm really not I'm batting Wait, zero is it Ames or Ames then Ames Ames okay Ames reminds me of like Ames Iowa yeah like Amory and yeah. then Ames but I'm like Ames I don't know it's too far gone was it Amory or Amory Amory okay Amory. I always say Amory wait Anne Marie it's like Anne space Marie but it's Amory Amory Am with okay, an Amory. I said Amory once I think I was like no it's Amory Amory yeah um, okay, so she was she was talking about how what does it mean if a guy asks you to hang out the same day that he messages you? And to that, I say we are entirely too free. Um, okay, so I've, I, I have some thoughts from that because I did that the other day. Um, you ask, you message the guy and then ask him to hang out that same day? No, he did that to me. Oh, the 3 p.m.er. Yeah. Yes, okay. Um, okay, so usually in a perfect world, I would – I would say no because I think I'm like, what's the rush? But I have been so busy lately where I get it now. Like in New York, especially it's kind of like I'm free at this moment or I'll see you in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So usually like ask me like two weeks. So I'm like, never. He needs to plan. But in that moment I was like, wait, I literally was, I told him I was like, I'm free from three to five today. And he was like, so am I. And he was like, that I can make it work. Because he wanted, and I, and I took it as like, he just wanted to see me. Yeah. And we went on a 3 p.m. date. But that that to me feels like a little different scenario of like, hey, do you want to get dinner tonight? Like for the, like the first shot. Like didn't he try to schedule something different or like ask you and then you were like, okay, this is really, like I'm free from 3 to 5 today? I guess it wasn't the same day. It was th- like Thursday. He was like, do you want to get drinks tomorrow? So like, yeah, I guess it wasn't the same day. It was within 24 hours, but it was like Thursday and he was like, do you want to get drinks tomorrow? Because I think if someone's like, hey, at noon, they're like, hey, we just matched free tonight at 7. I, I think I'd be like, oh, yeah, oh no. no. Even, even like, um, so what other guy dating? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, do you want to meet? Because he was like working from home. He was like, do you want to meet and get coffee today? And I was like, in what world? I'm like, it is 11 a.m. You think I'm just free to get coffee today? Yeah, I, I, I don't like the same day. Yeah. I don't even... I'm not even that good if my friends text me and are like, hey, free tonight. I mean, that that's actually, like, way better. Yeah. But it's more so, like, no, I, I think the, I think the day, I think if he's free that day, it's a little bit, I, I think everyone's too open. I also think it's a little disrespectful, too. It's like, pl- take, take some time and plan. Yeah, hit him, hit him up for a later date. Yeah, I think if your boyfriend and girlfriend, that always, that's totally fine. But That's in, cute. Yeah, but in the early stages, it's like, girls like effort. Date number four, if they're like, okay, I know we didn't have plans, but I would love to go to happy hour with you. I think that's adorable and yeah. so sweet and he misses you. Yeah. But we haven't met yet and I think that it's not. Did you go? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. This guy. Okay. I remember him. He asked her to come Stranger over. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. And I think in New York especially, there's it, we're, we just have a plethora of restaurants places to go inviting somebody over to your house for date number one is like um no what did he want to do drink wine or something yeah he was like do you want to come over and drink wine i was like i asked him i was like can we like go get drinks he's like yeah come to my apartment for a few that gives me i guess he wants to murder you he was like 35 yeah so he, yeah, we, we were like, not old, and, sorry, not old. Not old, <laughs> but this is a guy that could probably afford to take you to happy hour yeah, because, 
It is a lawyer. It's this like, gives lazy. I'm too lazy. I've had a hard week and I don't really feel like going out somewhere. Come to me. Well, and if you, and here's my thing. If you're going to invite me over to your apartment and you're 35 and you're a lawyer, it better be some apartment that was worth going to. Like yeah. at that point, you almost need to accidentally send a photo and be like, oh, sorry, that was my penthouse. Like, otherwise it's like, why would you go there as opposed to like a restaurant? Yeah. Also, we can delete this if you don't want me to blow up the spot. But a lot of times we are, we love the free meals. Like we're not Who going, to, we're not going to somebody's. Yeah. She's like, always like, I need, you know, and I'm like, we're not going to someone's apartment for them to pour you wine. Like no. you can do that at home. No. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, if the mic didn't pick that part up, the next day her roommate saw the same guy on Bumble, and I have to say I hate that because yeah. do they match? No, no, no. Oh, didn't ma- they did not match? I, that that to me is flat. That's like so many flags. Inviting people over to your apartment. And she t- okay, and then she said, "I'm not going to come over to your apartment the first time I meet you," and he didn't respond. Oh. <gasps> That's one of those people we should almost put out like a little PSA of like beware. Of I get him. like serial killer vibes. I'm not going to lie. Maybe we should match with him and go and like bring a bunch of gu- like take 10 of us over there. And be like, what are you doing to people? No, I. For the safety of New York. It, it's creepy out there. We should. That's scary. Yeah. I, I actually hate. I don't know. It gives me either I'm so lazy. Like I've had such a hard day. You come to me or he wants to murder her. Yeah. Like Fifty Shades of Grey type thing. Well, that's sex. Yeah, but I feel like he could be, he could like sw- like pull you in and then like take you to some chamber and be like you're not leaving. That's what that's the vibe I get. And that's somewhere between murder and lazy. <laughs> that's like effort, but like you still get to leave alive. Here's my red room where I like to whip people, and you will stay. Yeah. It's like ah, that would I would be so creeped out if someone said that to me. I oh. get nervous going to people's apartments, even after like it has to be like four dates. I feel like I, no, I agree. There is like. Uh, you know, I yeah, let's put a safety disclaimer out there. Be careful. Yeah, be very careful. I also feel like your gut will tell you, too. You can get, like, a gut read. Yeah, oh, and don't be afraid to, like, have a friend come, like, be nearby. Well, I mean, or have your friend call you and text you a million times. That's also... <laughs> Alex did that to me. I was like, I'm alive! I'm alive! Oh, yeah, it was very unlikely to not reply. I know, I got a few... 2 p.m. I had a few missed calls. Lots of texts. And I was like, oh, she's concerned about me. Well, you were, like, not sure... This was like a, it, you were like not sure about this date. Well, it also doesn't help that I, well, I guess you can see where I, my location. I didn't know you could see my location at the time because I can't see yours. So I was like, oh, she can't see my location. Everybody thinks I'm like actually dead. But then knowing you could see it, then I'm like, no, wait, that would make her think I was more dead because you could see I wasn't home. Uh, yeah, I knew you were. <laughs> then I was like, well, in my head, I was like, she's, so Jordan went on a date on Saturday night and was like a little iffy about going on it. Yeah. And then doesn't surface like till 2 p.m. the next day which is very unlike her and I was like calling and texting and I was like just kind of weird I haven't heard from you like so then I remembered I was like oh I think I can see her location and I went and checked it and she she had told me where this guy lived and she was there and I was like (laughs) oh shit maybe he killed me maybe her phone's just there (laughs) I was busy I was gonna go (laughs) you would have been very very pleasantly surprised by the apartment 5 p.m. was my cutoff (laughs) I was like if I haven't heard from her by then I was checking your Insta stories. I know, and I had, like, not posted anything that day. So, yeah, I guess I kind of went AWOL. You did go AWOL. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy. Juicy. (laughs) What really would have got me is if you opened it and it left it on red, then I would have known. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, he had your phone and he opened it and doesn't know your reader seats are on. And then I would have been like, okay, I got it. (laughs) 
That's a good way to send me Morse code is just open up the text and don't. Yeah, because you know I would never I would never leave you on Reddit. I'm just like too anal to ever do that. You just simply would not. <laughs> that would be the only way to be like, okay, she just doesn't have her phone. But yeah, I had I had missed calls. I was like, oh my God, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, they're, they're worried about me. They're worried about me. They're like, I'm okay. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was a long, long night. Um, we have our first meetup tonight. Yeah, but I'm just, well, we already had it. But well, but we're going. I well, I was saying that to segue into then we also have the tour. Oh my god, we like this never even f- talk about it. Yeah, this is like the first of the. So many people keep asking us where the other dates and locations are. I don't know if we can legally say yet. Oh no, we can say where we're oh, going. It's like I've been DMing them all back the dates, which Amory has. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They they're, they're, okay. they were potentially subject to change, but I think they're now locked in. I think they are too. Yeah, because the flights are sent. Yeah, I sent them the new dates though. Oh, good. Yeah, because we're going to Austin, Dallas, Charleston, Nashville, and Tampa, end of July, and then in August, we will be putting up a graphic with everything coming very soon. But tonight's our first one in Hoboken. Yeah, this is like the little kickoff of the Pink Whitney tour, and this tour is going to be so much fun. Originally, we were going to do the Northeast, and then we went to Dallas or Oklahoma. I can't remember which one. And we were like, let's do more southern cities. So this is our little Northeast check, and then yeah. we're off to the yeah, below I, the belt. I feel like the South is our like main demographic. Mm-hmm. We love the southern men and women. Yeah, these cities are going to be fun. Yeah, I'm pumped. Which one are you most excited for? Um, Well, so Austin, because I've always wanted to go, but also Charleston. Charleston's, yeah. yeah. Well, Austin, yeah, Austin and Dallas will be great. Just in general, Dallas they will be. I'm not that excited for. One guy can't run the whole bunch. He's about to. No. Uh, no, I'm excited for Austin and, and Charleston. But also, like, I love Nashville and I love Tampa. Nashville will be fun because it's at the bar. Yeah, Like, yeah. the bar's to a bar. And so that's, like, we understand. I, I love like our backyard. We, I like when we go somewhere and we're, like, familiar with it. That's yeah. always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charleston is just, like, quintessential yeah love i'm excited it's gonna be it's gonna make summer go by so fast which sucks but i'm so excited somebody the other day said to me enjoy the rest of summer and i was like oh the rest it's july 13th today it has flown by when this episode comes out it'll be what the 17th i had a dream that it was my 31st birthday you're but, gonna blink and it'll be here but it was still the same amount of time blink 182 blink one oh yeah would you ever listen to blink 182 or good charlotte blink 182 they're like my OGs. Mm-hmm. I don't really listen to Good Charlotte. Do you? There's one song I li- uh Have you heard of St. John? Can you sing it? Roses. Can you sing uh, it? Oh, the this like the TikTok song, Roses by St. John? Perhaps. Probably. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, That is like, you can't get me off of it right now. I was up dancing to that all night. <sighs> I've been having dance parties, but you should listen to him. <laughs> I can't with you. I can totally picture you doing that. No wonder you don't sleep. Yeah, but that because I get wired and then I try to get in bed. I can just see you like trying on all your clothes and dancing. I, I do. I try on all my clothes. I, I need. I just wish you would get rid of your clothes and give them to me. You're coming up with such a good fashion. The no, been taking them. No, in what world? Not. Mallory's been taking them. Wait, I mean, why? Yeah. She just gets, just takes them. I've been purging. Alex, I'm Bennett. organizing. I'm. I've been doing my law. I've been very. You're. You're telling me you have a bag of clothes that you're giving away to other people? Well, I'm selling a lot of them at the real real and I'm okay. making money off of them. Okay, that's fine. And then and then I sold a chair. I'm an entrepreneur over here. If you are giving away anything for free, please let me look at it first. I will. I will. I, I have you. a new I have a new batch and I will give it to you. Cuz I you you have like the best clothes and I have a bag labeled Jordan. Right now yeah. I do. Do you act Shut up. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um do you want to say it to me first? 
to do it the thing <laughs> do that one do what you do best a b <laughs> everyone's like everyone knows i love the multicolored birkenstock situation you have but they're black and white thank you um like comment subscribe follow us on tiktok twitter snapchat you will subscribe to youtube instagram snapchat twitter facebook and leave us a five-star review. Threads. Threads. <laughs> threads. Wherever you listen to podcasts. And DM us listener questions. Go shoot your shot. Come hang out with any of those cities. And we Dates coming it. soon. Date, dates coming soon. Yes. On a graphic to an Instagram feed near you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Love you. Goodbye.